And we're back to do another one. And I'm glad to see that you are all here. So, actually sit back, pour yourself some tea, some cognac, some of that liquid that you just don't know exactly what it is. But you know, it makes you feel good. So, this is Inverse, Villain Van Michaels. Actually uh, coming from you, uh, actually coming to you, excuse me, uh, from the shadows. Uh, you know, a lot of surface actually came out of the woodwork, which has been really interesting. Um, and I find myself on the go, you know, and it's been a really interesting thing. Now, the last podcast, I went ahead and dropped a lot of science on you, you know, um, basically stuff that's going on in our society. And um, I'm giving you backgrounds in order to build you up more to Inverse Chronicles of the Grey Witch because, you know, it all ties into the same thing. And um, actually, this is my path that I'm actually sharing with you. Um, People have been waiting for this information for quite a while. And, um, you know, something that's good is going to take a while in order to put it together. Um, I didn't build this thing just for it to pretty much just uh, tank or drown or whatever. And even, uh, you know, the funny thing of it is I got a lot of my enemies still following me, you know. So at the same time, don't worry, I don't trip. You know, instead of the booze and the lords, basically got my back and I protected around a lot of energy. So now it's, it's just kind of different from going from the general to the emperor. You know, general is used to running the army, you know, and actually making sure shit gets done and getting his hands dirty versus where the emperor has to do less to nothing besides make decisions, sit back and plan. Now, I'm not trying to let my ego or anything get inflated or get in the way. I'm just saying I studied for the last 19 years. And actually, uh, when you study intense study, vigorous study, like I pretty much do, you're gonna learn some things. You're gonna advance, you know, your body's gonna change. Um, In fact, actually, I just went through that transformation uh, not too long ago. And yes, your body does change. It's not just, you know, whatever the mind can proceed or perceive, excuse me, it will achieve. You hear that? It's actually true. So that's the reason why you have to be very careful what you put into your mind. Now, a lot of you have all been conditioned, you know, to a certain way of thinking, which is actually limited. You know, I actually like limit lists, you know, I don't like no limits, no boundaries. You know, that's why I do parkour. There's no limits, no boundaries. You gradually, you just can't jump into parkour and start doing it. It's one of those things that you actually have to take baby steps and nurture and water and basically keep, you know, uh, uh, uprooting weeds and problems and things like that in order to understand and master yourself, mind, body, physical, strength and fears, you know. Same thing as what you're doing in studies, you know. We are taught pretty much to fear everything, you know. And yet, when those who actually choose not to fear anything, guess what? They advance, and they advance very quickly, you know. And it's the funny thing, you see a lot of these stars and everything else like that, and I always like watching those, you know, kind of rags to riches stories go to speak. And, you know, you think they just pop out of nowhere and they're just fantastic. And, you know, um, Aerosmith actually said it the best in one of the motivational videos that I was actually doing when I had a sales job out here. Yeah, and, you know, I put myself in every kind of crazy situation. I had the most radical life you could possibly think of, and I still do, you know. It's because I dare to test myself. I dare to challenge myself. So now, that's what it's all about. By you listening to this podcast, you're basically challenging yourself. 
you're saying, you know what, I'm going to take in some new information. This is going to be way out. Some of it might be scary, or you can even bear witness to it. And if you can, well, then congratulations. You've actually made it to the mystery system. That's how I was taught, you know. So let's get back to the story a little bit, shall we? It gets a little bit more interesting. So from what you understand, my music career tanked, as you heard in a few episodes. Actually, I was listening to rap. I was a rap artist, all this cool stuff, you know. Met a lot of cool, famous people, you know. And all they wanted to do was make me a one-hit wonder. So I said, okay, no big deal. Now, what did I do? I got real bitter. I was only 19. Who wouldn't? Shit. Fame, fortune, women, cars. It's all fantastic, right? It's everything that you listen to nowadays if you're still into rap. Well, at the same time, I went ahead. And at the same time when I renounced rap, I also pretty much renounced the Bible done you know i was tired of being lied to you i was tired of actually asking questions and getting absolutely no answers or maybe you should go to god with that well i've been doing it for the last let me see 19 years isn't it funny if you think about it 19 years in witchcraft 19 years you know basically christianity which both in the numerology come to 10 actually new beginning now i'm a buddhist you know my hatayana buddhism so, makes for an interesting story. So, I think the last place I pretty much left you, so it was me and my girl and my baby, my first one, my son, actually dropped off Lake Elsinore and I had to work a normal job, you know, trying to scrape money, you know, living in a studio, you know, typical rags of riches story, because it happens. You go from the top, you fall right down to the bottom. Might as well call me the fallen. Well, in this case, turn around, and they see you know, busting my ass, busting my ass, busting my ass. Turn around, had a good friend of mine, always, you know, was uh, always uh, 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 trying to find a way into things, try to find a way up. Living in California, being 19, you know, let's say you got degrees and shit like that, you ain't gonna really do too much, you know. So at the same time, you had to get really creative. And, uh, you know, I wasn't too much of a criminal. You know, otherwise I could have made a lot of money at that. But unfortunately, I don't like being locked up. I'm a lion. You know, at the same time, I like my freedom. You know, I can't be the monkey in the cage, you know, because most people are the monkey in the cage now. Well, and so we had to get up out of Lake Elsinore. And uh, it was definitely a place that would start to uh, uh, rub off on me. So we actually made our way up to Tahoe, both, you know, due to my parents, me, my girl, and my son. Everything was good, had a wonderful apartment, which was actually like three quarters of the price of what, you know, everything else was. And then that's when my world just started turning, you know, got connected with my godmother, was around family, you know, it was great, you know, she got me in. She's like, she really encouraged me to, to do what it is that I wanted. Now, my mom always didn't, you know, uh, pretty much agree. You know, with her being a Christian woman that she is, coming from the old school background, you know, she kept praying and praying and praying. And, you know, just like now, even being a tech, it's just like if a program is basically not working, why am I still going to use it? You know, why? Because that's the only thing people know. People are afraid to run out there and try something new. You know, they just want to stick with what's good. But if you're not happy with exactly where you're at in your life, then, you know, don't stick with exactly what's good. You know, it's time for you to check a new program. It's time for you to grow. Remember, if you listen to the last podcast, and if I really highly encourage you to actually go ahead and listen to these things in order. 
because when you listen to them in order, it puts it all together. And actually, there's really not so much of a mystery anymore, you know? The reason why I'm doing this podcast is people are like, oh, he's just over there talking shit, talking shit. I don't understand what he's saying. Well, then keep listening because the more that you listen, the more you take it in, your subconscious is going to pick it up. And I'm not here to start no, you know, my own group, you know? You're going to come in, you're going to come in, you're going to go. You're going to take, you know, what I say or you're going to leave it alone. You know, it's all up to you. You know, that's the beauty of it. Free will. That's what it's all about. You know, I really don't give a shit. You know, when it comes down to here's what I give a shit about. I care about sharing the information with other people. So, you know what? My life was not so good. I didn't look like the model citizen that everybody would go after. Girls didn't always flock to me. And sometimes they still don't. But you know what? I don't disciple shit. You know, I don't worship any woman. You know, and at the same time, no, too, I don't expect them to worship me. Um, I'm just an individual, you know. I'm a person who masters one's own mind, you know. Um, I challenge myself on a daily basis, you know. Um, I'm in my 40s, you know. And if you were to look at me, you wouldn't be able to tell, you know. And um, I have a really rough lifestyle, you know. I had a ran with rough groups, you know. Families were involved in rough groups, you know. And rough is pretty much the only thing I knew, you know. Um, so by the time it was, it took us a while after me, I'll never forget it, when me, my girl, you know, and my son, you know, we finally got a little place, we had a bed, you know, it was kind of like you just start off with a bed, you know. Actually, I don't think we had a bed now. And I think about it, we just had a couple of chairs, little pieces of furniture, a lot of dishes because we had to cook. And, um, you know, the place was gorgeous. You know, being out there in the woods, you know, and everything, we had lake, you know, the lake right below us. We had, you know, the, the strip not too far away from us. Everything was in walking distance. It snowed, you know, for a snowy Christmas and everything. It was just fantastic. So I really took advantage of being outdoors, you know. Um, when I actually got my first witchcraft book, and it's the funny thing it was, it's not my godmother who actually pushed it. It was her that took me to the spot to make it accessible. Because places in California don't really, weren't too big on metaphysics and still aren't. You know, we all know Hollywood being a cult, you know. Um, then it got to a point in time where you could find books everywhere. But by the time they exposed them to you, you know, the energy's already passed. A lot of people don't know that. So those books, a lot of them are useless, you know, go figure. You know, there was about maybe 10 years back, they were more effective than what they are now. And I'm not trying to knock nobody's religion, but at the same sense, so too, follow the technosphere. It's basically like the timeline, you know, for the energy and where it's at, you know. Even in, uh, even in the voodoo thing, you know, and all the black teaching, the dark arts, royal arts, you know, where you think all these Yoruba practitioners came from. I think it's funny when you actually have a lot of white people going to Africa and they just keep trying to erase us over. Like, uh, you know, like we didn't exist in those areas. But see, that's just the ego. Anytime you inflate the ego, the ego will cut you off from spirituality. Just remember that. So if you are into Christianity, you know, don't take offense to what I'm saying. You know, you don't have to remember what I say. Just hear what I say. You know, at the same time, I'm seeing it for a reason because talking as a person who walked in that path, you know, it's, uh, you're going to find out, you know, that there's a lot more to it. He says, uh, he who actually knows one book knows none. 
okay? Keep that in mind. So, with me and my girl pretty much being up there, we're in our place and everything's chill and I'm practicing and she started practicing with me. It was the most exciting time in my life. Uh, a lot of stuff I was doing is scary, you know? Meditating in the dark, playing with candles, all the other stuff, you know? It was, that's the reason why I liked it. You know, when, when my son was about maybe a few months old, we took him, we saw the craft, you know? And I never pushed any of my spirituality on any of my kids. I let them have their own free will because you know what? There was something that was pushed upon me. I didn't shove them into witchcraft. I let them go ahead and pretty much embrace what they were all about. I didn't always have all my kids all the time. I'll tell you about that later due to a family curse. But um, it gets interesting, like I can say with my story. You know, everybody has an interesting story. But this one is one that I really feel that I can relate to so many people because of one thing, you know. Um, the fact that I've been through so much as far as different cultures, different religions, you know, and the challenges and the trials and the tribulations that you deal with all of that, you know. Growing up in a mixed family in the 70s, you know, remember now you can't turn on TV right now without seeing a mixed couple together. It's insane. Yeah, you don't know how frustrating it is because all the hell, all the bullshit, all the racism that I pretty much have went through, even having mixed kids, you know, dealing with schools, you know, it's still out there, you know, and it's basically all this ignorance and all is definitely illusionary, okay? Actually, I've done everything that you can possibly can as far as doing things right. And only when you follow the law, the law turns around and screws you, you know? And you're like, well, what the hell? It's like a work been left for the last five years to get here. And then basically, once you get up to the gate, all they do is shut it straight in your face. Now, let me tell you something. I'm all about rules and I'm all about order to a certain degree until those higher powers that be and the people who claim to be associated with those powers start abusing it, you know, and actually really getting over on people. And everybody's waking up. It's not just black people. So everybody's waking up. It's the collective. It's the consciousness. Everybody's rising. So well, I'm just telling you where it pretty much started. The interesting part of it is, is, uh, you know, we always have a tendency to want to try to rapidly get through things. You know, we'd always want to take the time and nurture and wait. You know, just like the six perfections, you know, Buddhism, they talk about, you know, six perfections, and one of them is his patience. They say, and even in witchcraft, it's like multiple ways of saying the same thing from different religions, you know? But remember, religion means religiosos, actually in Latin, which means that in which to bind. See, we're not here to bind you. We're not here to bind your thoughts or how you operate. We are basically here to free you. That's the reason why I like to do this podcast. Now, the funny thing of it is, is if I was talking like this in a church, it'd be over with. They'd come in there to shut my church down, 501-3C law, especially being of an ethnic background. They don't want you to talk about this type of stuff because guess what? They lose control, all right? So, you know what? Like I say, with the Noctifer, you see the inverse logo means shadows, you know. At the same time, you know, too, people see me, I'm still a ghost, you know. People still don't know who I am, 
you know, and maybe one day they might, but for right now they don't. What I'm doing is I'm reaching out to the few. I'm reaching out to the people, you know, who come across this podcast, who listen to it all the way through and follow the series and actually want to gain that knowledge, that insight. Because let me tell you something. If somebody told me if I was going to college, they say, hey, look, man, I got basically, you know, the SATs to give you a perfect score. Would you believe me? I thought so. Probably not. But you know what? Would you be optimistic enough to try it? You know? But like I say, if you can't basically, you know, how you gonna say you don't like something if you never tried it? And if you don't try it, then guess what? You have no reason to say that you didn't like it. So it's just one of those things, you know? Um, I think a lot of people fear being alienated, you know? And um, when you're alienated, you're by yourself. And uh, if somebody says you had to walk through the forest by yourself, you probably tell them, hell no. But at the same time, if you say, well, you can walk through this forest with a group, you still might be hesitant, you know? Or could you walk it by yourself, you know? Or could you even make your own trail, you know, through that forest? You know, it just depends on where your strength is. Like I said, me and my high priestess, we got a saying, all have power, very few will use the strength. You know, rest in peace, Sherry Winnings. I'm keep saying that too because you know what? Um, she's helped me out quite a bit over the years. Actually, molded me into who I am now. The reason why I'm a villain, the funny thing of it is, is not to get attention, not to uh, sit there and, and label myself some shit, or try to make myself look hella cool, you know, to impress anybody. I really don't give a fuck about impressing anybody. Um, and really, in all honesty, um, I hope I appeal to everybody. But if I only appeal to 100 people and that's all who buys my clothes, then that's cool. Then that's basically the 100 people that needed it in the first place. Okay? The whole idea of it is, even if you just touch one person, that one person might touch thousands. That one other person might touch millions. It may not just be you. You know? So if I'm just going to be another chink in the chain, I'm cool with that. I don't have to be the whole chain. You know? This is not a glamour thing. This is basically an information thing. This is also me sharing you, telling you exactly what time it is. Because let me tell you something. If I had somebody, you know, if you are into discipleship and if you are into Pryaka Buddhism and if you are in, uh, if you are a Buddhist, are you just in another religion? You know, Quran, you know, um, Celtic, Druids, you know, wizardry. Um, you know, Satanism, you know, um, I've stepped into it all, you know, uh, voodoo, you know what I'm saying, uh, royal art, alchemy, you know, um, all this stuff that basically that you were taught was evil, demonology, yes, I even went there too, I was a demonologist for years, so, you know, if people look at me, they would never, actually, maybe besides the tattoos, they say, oh, he's just a little way out, but although that, he's a pretty calm guy, um, I basically challenged all the things that scared me and it started right here. So we're at the house, right? And the interesting part of it was, it's me and my girl and my child. And uh, when I started meditating, I'll never forget it. I had a little pan, you know, I had my little book. I'm trying to make sure I did it right. It took me an hour before I even lit that candle. It was probably the most scariest thing I think I ever did. 
And at the time, you're like, well, it was just a candle. What are you supposed to do? It was just what your senses were doing, exactly what was happening to your mind expanding, you know, um, utilizing both sides of your brain. Because basically, that's pretty, what pretty much what you do is you're exercising your brain in order for it to go ahead and make things move, you know. And um, being in the fresh air like that, high altitudes, you know, and not too much psychic interference was fantastic. Why I think a lot of witches actually live solitary as practitioners, you know, they did it on their own, you know. But make a long story short, what happened was, is um, I started meditating, 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 and my intuition started kicking in. I mean, even more so, dreams kept getting more vivid. And I'll tell you what, I was a very vivid person when it came to dreams. So, you know, when I came to that aspect and you advance, and you see, once you master level one, then you're a master level one. If you go on to the next level, become a novice again on level two. Even though you're on a higher level, basically what's happening is, is you got to start all over again. So just like me, I was like maybe a mage level 100, you know, uh, when it comes into witchcraft. And now I'm a Buddhist, you know, at level one at a higher level. And it's a very hard transition. Let me tell you couldn't tell you exactly how much I talk and let people know how hard of a transition that is to drop everything that you know and everything that you were so good at and people still call you and want those old ways and you can no longer do it you know so it's definitely a challenge um also though too is uh I found out that a lot of people you know um when you stand out and you become different, you know, then you ain't really got much in common. So you find yourself being left out of things, you know, parties, get together, social gatherings, because you ain't on the same bullshit they are, you know. You don't listen to the same music they do. So you become alienated. You become an alien to them, you know. That might have happened to you with parents. That might have happened to you with friends. It might happen to you in college. You know, a lot of people find themselves being lonely and not a lot of them can make it. A lot of them kill themselves. You know, a lot of them actually, you know, they try to commit suicide or, you know, they just go off and they hermit out and you never see them again. You know, I got uncles that basically did that and I couldn't understand why until I got older. But, you know, sometimes people just get tired of the bullshit. Well, once so I get back into the story, so I'm meditating. After months of doing it, hmm, I start picking up things, you know, start picking up things. But one day when I realized when my son started to crawl, I was like, I just stepped out of the room. He was on this little blanket on the floor. And uh, one day he just took off. I mean, took off. And all of a sudden I had a flash. All of a sudden of him touching this big old giant furnace heater that we have and it was cold. And uh, I ran out. And sure enough, when I ran out, came down the hallway because my intuition kicked in, he was only an inch away from burning himself at the age of like, man, I think he was like, I don't know, like at least about six, seven months, you know? So I was like, I snatched him up so quick and I was like, whoa, if he would have touched that, it would have scarred him so bad. We would have had all kinds of trouble. And I said, you know what? I said, this is it. I said, now I'm, I'm boosted up in the levels. So then I start taking it to different levels and it start getting a little bit more interesting then too. Witchcraft started getting heavier. Candles started getting deeper. I started making candles. I started, you know, casting spells. I started doing all kinds of shit, just crazy. Just like, like textbook, one after the other, one after the other. And so one day I said, you know what? I got ballsy and uh, decided to get a Ouija board. 
and see exactly, you know, how tough I was, you know. And they say in witchcraft, you got to study your year in a day. You don't study your year in a day, then you can't get your pentagram, which I'll come to you on another story of that when we get into the coven. So, like I said, um, when it comes down to it, um, that was an interesting time because that's where it all really began. Um, so we ended up getting a Ouija board from Parker Brothers. Ouija board. Love it. Buy it $11.99, right? So we get it out. We play with it. And you see these things on YouTube all the time. People tripping out with the Ouija boards, things happening with the Ouija boards, entities and things like that. Let me tell you, those things are portals. They actually do really, really, really work, you know? So with that being said, I got to say it like this, is when I did it, actually it worked. And they talked to us. And we found out some names. It was me and my ex. And to make a long story short, what ended up happening was it didn't like me too much because at the time, even though I didn't know anything, I still knew a lot more than a lot of most people did. So I couldn't be fooled, you know. Even though I haven't even made it my year in a day, it was that afraid of my energy, you know. So it refused to talk to us. It kept leaving, kept leaving. So... I said, man, forget this. So let's just throw this thing out. So I threw it out in the dumpster, box and all. Didn't do anything to it. You know, just tossed it in the dumpster, boom, hit the bottom, gone. There was nothing else in there. So I knew it hit the bottom. You know, trash can was empty. Only to find out three days later, we start cleaning, start cleaning, start cleaning. And uh, all of a sudden, I look underneath there and there was the box, right underneath the bed, right in the middle, perfect. I was like, oh shit. I said, hold on. I told him, I said, look, babe. I said, you know, at the time, I said, did you go get that box, you know, the Ouija board that I actually threw out? And she goes, no. She goes, it's underneath the bed. She was completely scared because she seen me through it out. And uh, from that point on, I knew that I was dealing with forces that basically were bigger than myself at the time, right? At the time, self mastery. So, what I do? I said, hell with this. Picked it up and tossed that motherfucker, lit it on fire. And I tell him, I said, well, if you will be coming back, your ass gonna be coming back in some ashes. Let me tell you that shit. So after that, it was gone. Then I actually knew how I had to step up my game. And actually, because what I was doing was no longer a game. All right, so I'm gonna leave you at that. So there's something to think about. True story, inverse. Chronicles of the Grey Witch, Van Michaels. Remember, check us out. Podcasts, channels, okay? Instagram, Twitter. In fact, you know what? I appreciate you all because uh, since I stepped out on this crazy journey, I went through some shit in the last like two, three months. And uh, I have to say the last six months I've been going through some shit. So, you know, um, look up Inverse, Villain Van Michaels on uh, YouTube. Um, I'm trying to put content up at least twice a week for you, if not more. Um, giving you updates pretty much on uh, Inverse itself and how we're doing. Um, I'm still waiting for my cameras to come in. I'm still doing my parkour challenge, you know. Uh, basically, I'm on like, I'm on like my 15th day going on my 16th day. So, um, at this time, I just want to let you guys know. I want to say thank you to all of you guys who actually opted in. I'm getting a lot more opt-ins. Uh, getting a lot more subscribers, you know, um, I mean, I'm not saying I'm rolling in it yet, but I'll just sit there and tell you that I appreciate 
every last one of you guys and all your support. Um, you have kept me going, even though I'm still dealing with crazy times. But you know what? That's when you know you're basically on the right on the right track. So make sure you find us Instagram, Snapchat, True Twitter. Um, I'm gonna be making things and be designing some more things for you guys. It makes it easier for you guys to find us and to find what we're doing. Also look out for Parkour Six. Actually, that's a team I'll be trying to put together and you're gonna be putting together more campaigns for that so I can find the people who are actually trying to find me. And um, I just say, just keep listening to the channel and uh, we appreciate you. I appreciate you. This is Inverse, Bill and Van Michaels. I gotta say, Bill and out.